Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of my international listeners out there. This is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Here's Teresa, broadcasting on the GreatTalkZone.com Internet Radio. And I'm doing just absolutely fine, and I'm really doing fine now that I'm talking to you, my listeners. Um, How are you guys out there? I know that you're doing just absolutely great. Um, it's been, of course, two weeks since you and I have talked, so there's always so much um, that there is to talk about. But as I said, I only have a one-hour show. But uh, nevertheless, you know, the conversations that are going to be had on this broadcast, as all of my broadcasts, are going to be very interesting, enlightening, and educational. Now, as I said before, I'm doing really good and excited, as always, you know, when I'm broadcasting and talking to you guys out there, and particularly because I have two great guests on with me today. I have Jaime Lycone on with me today as he will be talking about mortgages and other financial areas pertaining to home purchasing and selling and acquiring mortgages. Then with me also is the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. He and I are going to get into hot topics and other interesting subject matters prior to bringing um, Mr. Lycone on. So, you know, I will be bringing my guest on shortly here. It's going to be great, great, great subject matter. So please stay tuned. Just relax, get your coffee and tea and stay with me. All right. Well, here we are, listeners, in the month of May 2019. We are almost at the half point of this year. And, uh, you know, I have a question for you all out there. Now, I know a lot of you out there do this and a lot of you out there don't do this. But at the beginning of the year, we either write down what we want our accomplishments to be for the incoming year, you know, 2019. Okay. Or we have a vision board. You know, a lot of us have vision boards. I have a vision board or we write things on paper. I write things on paper and I put it on the wall or in the Bible. I put things on, um, on, a, in, on my Bible or around my computer screen. A lot of you may do that. Nevertheless, it's creating positive energy. That's my point. And last but not least, just talking about it to God and the universe addresses your request as well. However, you should choose to do it, I'm saying. You know, my question is, do you go back and review the list or list to see what has come into fruition into your life so far? I do. And it's very, very interesting. And there may be some out there like me who may augment you know, the list, you know, that you did beginning of the year or your notes or what you put in your Bible and so forth and so on, the things that I just named, you know, or in the middle of the year, you know, it all, it, it, you know, you could change your mind. Oh, I think I'll redirect it or maybe I don't want to do this um, or maybe I want to do that. It depends. You know, so I just, you know, I just thought that I'd put that question out there, you know, um, for you guys, you know, and I thought that um, you could also uh, use this as a dinner table conversation as well. You know, like what do you what what have you gone back and thought about doing, uh, you know, the beginning of the year and it has yet to fruition. Do you need to go back and tweak what your what your wants and thoughts are? So it's very interesting. OK, now, since you and I 
have talked the last time, there has been some unfortunate tragedies in our world. You know, like the shootings at the UNC uh, Charlotte that CBS News reported on 430 that two died and four injured. And um, at UNC Charlotte, EMS says the following Two people are reported dead and four wounded in a shooting Tuesday at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Mecklenburg EMS confirmed the casualties. The the suspect is in custody, CBS uh, Charlotte affiliate WBTV reports. Now, the last time I reviewed this, uh, listeners, they had not yet taken him out of the suspect mode. Um, So he may you know, have said that he is definitely not a suspect anymore, that he is the murderer. Um, the um, article also goes on to say that two people suffered life-threatening injuries and two others suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The school, you know, is on lockdown, you know, uh, per the school's website. And the UNCC senior Shamar Crosby described it as described it to CBSN as madness. Now, the UNCC Emergency Management sent a tweet saying, run, hide, fight, secure yourself immediately, you know, when they were hearing these shots. It's got to be just mind boggling and terrifying, you know, and they're telling them to monitor your email and emergency exits. Now, this is what I want to say. This situation continues to be one of the worst tragedies that is happening in our country. It is a shame, listeners. Before the eyes of God, that shooting such as this is like, you know, the norm in our country. I have cried so many times and continue to do for these situations that I just don't know what to say other than just stop killing one another. What is the reason for it other than the suspect Tristan Terrell has terrible issues and should he actually be the guilty person? He will be brought to justice. And furthermore, this comes under the saying that hurt people hurt people. The thing is taking that statement. Then this means that there are a lot of hurt people in our society. And that is terrifying. And that is scary. And that is sad. I continue to be heartbroken over these horrific actions from human beings and gun control is definitely needed and more strict laws associated with gun control. And I'm telling you, a change in this in our entire country is so needed. As I said before, there's definitely a disconnect from the source, which is God. This should and just cannot keep happening in our country, in our world, listeners, is something has got to change. And I totally agree with Shamar Crosby stating that it is a, it is a total madness. How else can it be described? Now, be careful, listeners, as you are out and about living your life today and all the days of your life, doing what you must do for yourself and your family. Be careful. Be closer to your spouse, your children, your parents. Make certain you know where they are at all times. It doesn't matter if your children are grown. Skip that. In the world that we live in now, it is vital that collaboration is formed for keeping tabs on one another. I just, my heart and, you know, my heart and prayers just go out to those that were injured and to those who unfortunately lost their lives. Okay. Excuse me. Also, I would like to give my condolences to John Singleton and his family. Now, Mr. Singleton listeners transitioned this week 
and he was one of the most fantastic, you know, screenwriters and directors um among uh, the uh among our community of writers and, and directors and particularly in the black community. And it was reported on SS.com that he was an acclaimed filmmaker helmed and he produced some of the pop culture's most important films like Boys in the Hood and helmed a Michael Jackson music video and created great TV. Now, the family of director John Singleton announced Monday that after careful consideration with his doctors, they removed the acclaimed director from life support, sparking shock and sadness across black Hollywood and beyond. Singleton suffered a major stroke earlier this month that left him hospitalized and in a medically induced coma at Cedar sinai Hospital Center in Los Angeles, his family said in a statement. Rest in peace, God's child. Okay, now I'm moving on and I am going to bring on my guest, the world's best and frequent guest on my show, my brother, Reginald C. Campbell, the world's best mental health therapist. Good morning, Reginald, and welcome to my show. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, everyone. And uh, it was very saddened to hear uh, about the passing of of Mr. Singleton's such a such a such a loss not only for uh the black community the film community um but for just life society in general he was a he was a wonderful wonderful man so you mm-hmm. know rest in peace my brother rest in peace mhm now i want to talk about another troubling situation that is affecting our kids and that is suicide by poisoning on May 1st, CBS News reported in part the following. The number of suicides by self-poisoning between 2000 and 2018 has soared, especially among teenage girls, according to a new study published in the Journal of Pediatrics, 30277-X slash full text. Now, the study examined those between the ages of 10 to 24 years old, Reginald and my listeners, and showed suicide is the second leading cause of death in that age group. Now, according to the researchers, suicide among 10 to 19 year olds increased 56% from 2007 to 2016, but among 10 to 14 year old girls, the suicide rate nearly tripled. Teenage girls are more likely to attempt suicide, this article says, according to psychologist and CBS News contributor Lisa Damore. While boys and men are more likely to complete suicide, but she cautioned, we don't actually know what accounts for the spike among teenage girls. It's very hard for us to make sort of clear, casual assumptions here, Demure said Wednesday on CBS this morning. Mentally healthy people get sick, she says. They get down, they feel sad, they recover in the same way physically healthy people get sick and recover. What we worry about is when people become upset and they stay down and they cannot pull themselves out of it in the same way we would know if someone was really in trouble physically, if they became ill and got iller and iller. Your comments so far, Reginald? Well, actually, I discussed this article um, with a group of young people uh, a couple of days ago. A group of young people that I do group therapy with, they're between the ages of 13 and and, and 17. And um, um, I asked them about that article. 
some of the uh, uh, kids uh, uh, were pleasingly surprised that they knew of this movie, um, um, uh, 13, whatever, for some reason, I can't, I can't think of the name of it. And, okay. and their thoughts on the spike in uh, 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 suicide among, among young people. And mm-hmm. they were saying that they are, aren't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason, uh, okay, let me, let me back up a little. A lot of the young people that I work with come from a lot, have dealt with a lot of trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. physical trauma, sexual trauma, abandonment, uh, you know, on, on and on. I mean, some of these kids by the age of 13, 14, some of the things that they have gone through, um, you know, being sexually molested, being raped by uh, uh, fathers, brothers, uncles, friends, uh, you, you know, on on and on, or or abandonment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it just truly breaks my heart, and I truly truly love every one of these kids that I, that 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 I work with, and I was pleased to hear yesterday that they really like being with me and really like being in the group. So that did my heart well, and and you know, hopefully, I'm doing God's work. Hmm. Yeah, see, the thing and, is, is oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, just get, um, get a little emotional talking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very sad, you know, what um, is happening um, in our world in general, uh, but particularly with the subject um, matter that we're speaking of, you know, about um, suicide, um um, suicide, the, the increase in it, um, the mental health that is depleting, um, you know, among, um, all of our, uh, you know, all of our society members. And as I said before, particularly, um, with our, our young people who have so much life ahead of them, um, all of us, like all of us, uh, we were whispered, um, in our ear as we came from heaven of, of the great things that have been instilled in us and what we need to do. We were locked and loaded. And it is so unfortunate that, um, when they come here that they, um, get off track. They don't have the, uh, wherewithals to get back on track. And there definitely is a reason for that. And as I said before coming, um, into this conversation, uh, with Reginald, um, you know, one thing I'm going to say, and, you know, I'm not trying to put my belief on, on, on spiritual belief on anyone, but they're definitely disconnected from the source. There's a huge lack of love in this country. There's a huge lack of love in this world. And it just does not make sense of so much of the violence that's going on in, in this country. You know, um, there, there, there is a statement that used to be said when I was coming up is that the devil has got a hold on you. And, uh, this is actually, this is actually what I'm, what I'm seeing. I mean, you read the book of revelations and you just think about things with your own common sense. And, um, what it, it certainly isn't light. It certainly isn't love. So it's darkness. And what is the reason for it? Now, Reginald, in this, um, um, also in this article, I, I also want to continue to talk about is that it said the CBS News medical contributor, Dr. 
uh, David Angus said, one of the greatest problems in diagnosing and measuring mental health is that it's based on four words. How do you feel? He says we have no way of actually measuring the brain. The next frontier over the next decade, decade will be figuring out actually how to quantify and measure the brain. There are standardized questionnaires and the way doctors do it today, and we have treatments that work, but actually measuring the brain is going to be wild in what it can do for us. The problem with clinical depression is that you can't shake that off any more than you can shake off a broken leg, Demur said, adding there's more work to be done in making people understand that depression is an illness in the same way that pneumonia is an illness. Just we can treat pneumonia. We can't treat depression, she said. And um, I'm going to I want Reginald to say uh, something, but I just want to say this. If you are having suicidal thoughts, any of my listeners out there or, you know, of someone who's having suicidal thoughts, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-8255. And as I said uh, before, Reginald and my listeners, is that, you know, um, Oprah Winfrey actually has teamed up with uh, Prince Harry in England, and they are going to have um, um, a, a forum or podcast. I'm not exactly sure what they're doing, but it's going to be um, it's going to be uh, blasted loud about mental um, the depletion of mental health health, because it's not just in this country. Listeners, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And this is what I'm saying. You know, we not only have a depletion of our ozone layer, we got a depletion of everything that God uh, uh, did great in this world. I mean, just look at what's happening in Washington. Your comments, Reginald, before we move on? Yeah. Well, well, a few things, a couple of things that um, uh, uh, I hear what the doctor is saying about, you know, the study of the brain, you know, things like that. And, and I agree. However, however, um, it's communicating with your children, with your teenagers, with your brother, with your uncle, with your nephew. Uh, I was speaking with a friend uh, just yesterday uh, who's dealing with some depression and, mm-hmm. you know, speaking with her uh, uh Letting her know what is she what she can do uh, uh, um, to speak with me so we can break that abyss. You know, she's been dealing with this for two or three days. That it's like, okay, now it's time. We got to get in there and 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 we got to break this. We got to start doing something. You know, to to break this cycle, or it's going to you know, or it has the tendency to get deeper. Another myth that people have is that talking about suicide causes suicide. No, it doesn't. No, no. Not talking about suicide is the worst thing that you can do. Uh, and the mm-hmm. young people that I spoke with yesterday about this article, I was not afraid to speak with them about this, fearing that they, it may cause suicide. No, they ran with it. They went with that article. They talked about it so much because these kids are hurting. And I see this every day. You know, I mm-hmm. deal with this five days a week. Of because uh, right now she's dealing with exclusively adolescents, and I see it, I hear it every day. They come to me every day, sit down next to me, cry on my shoulder. You know, I have tears on 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 my shirt the other day. Tears from a girl. So so it's 
um, you know, communicating with, with your kids, knowing what's going on. And the thing about it is hopelessness. I always say this, hopelessness, that if, you, mm-hmm. if, if a person does not see their way out, mm-hmm. if they don't see a change, they can't see a change. That's why it's so important to get in there with your loved ones. And I'm saying loved ones because these kids that I work with, they are truly my loved ones. I love them dearly. I love them so much. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they need, they need that talk. They need that encouragement. They, they, they need to be heard. So mm-hmm. lending an ear and don't try and people out there who are therapists, don't try and be a therapist. Just listen right now and then you can get them to the help that they need, but it starts by listening, by monitoring how your children are acting. Are they acting differently? Are they wetting mm-hmm. the bed? Are they, are they have lost interest in activities that they like to do? Uh, and this is adults as well. You know, the, exactly. the eyes are the window to the soul and you can see a difference. I was telling the young lady the other day, I see how much you have gotten better. She says, "What? how do you know that, Reg? And she has these piercing green eyes. She has these piercing green eyes. She said, I see your soul through your eyes now compared to how you were two months ago. So, exactly. So it's communicating with your kids. I cannot stress that enough. Be aware and don't be afraid to talk about suicide because suicide does not cause suicide. It's the helplessness of seeing that you cannot get from under this abyss of depression. Yes, exactly. And the thing is that, you know, this is why I gave out the the number. This is why I have these talks um, on my show, because I'm very concerned about the welfare um, of, of all of our citizens in this world. And I'm definitely concerned about the welfare of our children, which is why I have the thing called dinner table uh, conversations. And I'm going to be talking to you guys about uh, what's happening with that. Um, um, there, there's something that I'm going to announce uh, later on about uh, dinner table conversations, as it is important, as I have always said, and I even said earlier about the, uh, you know, having a conversation about do you uh, look at what you wanted to do in this year and had it not been accomplished, how you think it can be accomplished? You know, it's very important to sit down and have dinner, you know, with your kids and talk to them. It's important, as I've always said, to go in your children's room and check their rooms out, talk to them, go up to their schools and talk to their teachers, you know, just pop up there. You know, hey, I, yeah, I just popped up here, just want to see how things are. And I know things are a little different where, oh, you got to have an appointment or whatever. Yeah, but you know what? Just letting the administration office and the principal know that you're there and that you're abound and that you care for your child means a whole lot. This is also why um, I sparked a lot of things and I have always um, um, helped people and particularly children um, in my life. Like uh, in Illinois, I used to for free go around and um, do makeup for um, girls that were going to their prom who could not afford to go and get their makeup done and things like that. And it just did my heart very good to do that. Also, you know, with the book bag drive that I have, um, they're all new book bags. I do not uh, take any used book bags. And the reason for that is because when you have a child that is lacking and um, 
missing things in their life, when they have newness, that helps them to overcome a whole lot of the of the old rigors that continue to, you know, that continue to drive them down in their life. You never know what is going on in their um, home, uh, for example, and just giving them something new, um, you know, just really, um, you know, just really lights their soul up. Something, you know, just small as a book bag. And I make sure that every book bag have supplies in it. It's just not a book bag that's empty. It's a book bag that has lots of love in there because that's where I come from, love. And as um, uh, Reverend Rand in Chicago did a sermon about um, years ago about only love knows love. It's, it was it was absolutely beautiful. So thank you for that conversation, Reginald. We will continue to talk more about uh, mental health and and, um, you know, uh, suicide prevention and, and things like that, because it has really taken a grip, unfortunately, uh, in our society. OK, so we're going to lighten things up here. Um, I have about um, a few few uh, more minutes, Reginald. I want to talk mm-hmm. about uh, I want to talk about the Obamas. OK, very mm-hmm. quickly. It says um, mm-hmm. it says get Love ready them. to binge. Yeah. Get ready to binge. Obama's unveiled new projects headed straight to Netflix. It says in part the initial state of upcoming projects for higher ground productions. That's the name of their production company, uh, listeners. President Barack Obama and First Lady Always Michelle Obama's production company. They unveiled Tuesday that they um, have already um, lined up um, uh, full length features and documentaries uh, such as, um, uh, you know, like there's going to be a biopic centered on civil rights icon Frederick Douglass and a post-World War II period uh, drama set in the fashion world. Bloom, written and executive produced by Oscar Award winner Kaylee Corey, is a drama series set in the world of fashion in post-World War II New York City that focuses that focuses on women and people of color. And the recently acquired American Factory is a film co-directed by Stephen Bognar and Julia Reichard, which takes a deep dive into a post-industrial Ohio where a Chinese billionaire opens a new factory in an abandoned General Motors plant and hires 2,000 blue-collar Americans. And Crip Camp is a feature documentary film about an upstate New York summer camp for disabled teenagers in the early 1970s. And I want to uh, do uh, one more thing. Listen to your vegetables and eat your parents is a half hour preschool series that will take your young children and their families around the world on an adventure that tells us the story about food. Okay. So these are just some of the things that, that are going on. I thought it was fabulous. Um, something that I wanted to, um, uh, you know, to bring some light in because I knew I was going to be talking about some things that, that was a little bit, you know, kind of, uh, uh, gloomy. But I always like to have something, um, you know, light to say in my broadcast as well. And I'm just so proud of what the um, Obamas are, are doing. They're they're um, they're just they're just rocking and rolling. Your your comments very quickly, Reginald. <laughs> this is why I just I, I, I just love the Honorable President Obama and the fantastic, fantastic, lovely Michelle Obama. This is why I love them. Mm-hmm. And that's all. I know we're running really, we, you know, having other subjects, but but this is why I love them. I'm telling Period. you, this is why exactly. I love them. This, this is what I'm talking about, people. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. 
Yes. And see, the thing is, is that on television way too much. And I must say that Netflix is um in, in a lot of areas kicking the, the major uh, broadcasters ass. I mean, they have mm-hmm. such a variety of things to look at. I mean, it's, you know, it can be overwhelming. I am a Netflix um, um, subscriber. You know, they've gone up to, you know, twelve ninety nine. That's thirteen dollars, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But but um, I mean, they're they're absolutely fabulous. And um, they have so so many things on. They, they have a lot of uh, things on that are lighthearted hearted. Uh, my, my thing is, Reginald, that um, there's just way too many um, uh, uh, programs um, that are that are on, uh, you know, our major broadcasts that are just so dark and things like that. But that's another time we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about that uh during another show. I got many 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 more to come. Okay, I'm ready to bring on my next guest. I understand he is standing by and so are we. His name is Jaime Lycone. Now Jaime is a powerhouse and a wealth of assistance to those who are looking to purchase a home, a condo, needing mortgage information, needing mortgage information, needing to change your information. Let me just tell you a little bit about this powerhouse. He is a husband and father to one beautiful young lady, have been in the finance industries for over 25 years. He do every type of loan available from reverse mortgages, VA, FHA, conventional FNMA, Freddie Mac, ITIN loans, and foreign nationals. He works with every type of credit to no credit at all. He helped you with down payments, even up to $20,000 or 10% down payment assistance programs. He helps low income buyers and veterans and first time buyers buy a home. He also helped the older generation who is 62 years young and older. Okay. Baby boomers that we're called. Buy and not live check to check and actually use their home as a financial vehicle to offset taxes and any IRA and retirement accounts to safeguard their assets. How fabulous is this? This is going to be a great conversation. Welcome, Jaime, to my show. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Oh, fabulous. I've been wanting to get you on my show uh, for a while, and I'm going to introduce you to my brother via, you know, the, the tech world. Reginald, this is Jaime. Jaime, this is Reginald. Hey, Hello, Jaime. Reginald. It's, good morning. It's a pleasure to meet you, my brother. Yes, yeah, you too. Yes. Now, Jaime, you know, I was um, um doing some research on you as well on your company, and in 2016, um, your organization, uh, and by the way, listeners, he, um, as I said, he's a fantastic loan officer for Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation that's located here in Phoenix, Arizona. And in 2016, Jaime, um, your organization was ranked number four in retail volume as the top mortgage lenders here in the Valley. How cool is that? Yes. That, yeah, that is really cool. So now, listeners, I thought this is good because, you know, we have, a lot of home building and things going on in our country, particularly in Arizona. And I thought it would be good for a, a lot of individuals um, to have information and someone that they can go to. And I couldn't think of anyone better to have this conversation with than Jaime. 
And uh, because, you know, seeking a loan can be a very scary situation, uh, particularly for those who've never uh, put their foot in that water. And uh, that also can be a, a, a reason for them not wanting to acquire a loan, you know. Um, so, I mean, let's, let's start off with um with 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 some with some a couple of questions here. So let me let me just ask you out there, what do lenders look at when people you know when applying for a mortgage? What are some of the things they look at? You know, the probably the, the biggest thing that sets us back from helping somebody buy a house is the income, because we can fix credit, we mm-hmm. can make credit. So if somebody has absolutely no credit. Uh, I usually tell my clients, you're 35 days from being in your house. Mm-hmm. And that's how confident we are in our systems that we we help. Uh, you know, through being in, in the industry for so long, you you get to meet the right individuals that do the right things for the people for the right reasons. So what I'm saying is, you know, I've been able to accumulate a mass structure of, mm-hmm. of people that work at, you know, branch offices at, at local banks that can't really help clients because, uh, the way they're set up, they need clients to come in with great credit assets, which means, you know, they have money to put down and they mm-hmm. really don't have down payment assistance programs. So for a lot mm-hmm. of these folks that walk into a big box bank, you know, they've been told no. And so, We've had clients that have been told no for 10 years, 12 years, that they can't buy a house. So they've just given up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how you get this, but I, I, all my life I've always loved a scripture. And I don't mean to start getting religious or anything, and, and I'm not going to do that. But my grandma would always tell us that in Luke 18.1, it says to pray and never give up. Mm-hmm. And she would tell us that throughout my childhood, she'd say, you know, you need to pray and not give up. And so she's, her main thing is you don't give up. So we've done something where if you have absolutely no credit, we have some credit unions and we have some friends at some local box banks that'll give them a credit card mm-hmm. and help you, help you. And we'll help you to only use $10 on that credit card. And all of a sudden in less than 15 days, you'll start reporting 700, 720 credit score, which is all you need to really get into a system of, of even if you had bad credit, we could fix that as well. But if you have no credit, you would be the easiest one to qualify into the program. And anything after a 640 credit score, you will qualify for the down payment assistance programs here in Arizona, which means that we will provide you the down payment to go and buy your house. And the only things that you will need to pay out of pocket would be your appraisal, which is anywhere between 400 and 450. In some mm-hmm. instances, it could be 500. Okay. And you'll pay your initial escrow uh, to open up escrow, which is about $500. And an inspection, mm-hmm. $250. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you'll be in your house. Mm-hmm. Now, the, re- the reason that I am so, 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 uh, adamant about helping folks is because everybody that you see in the, in the rent factor, I look at the paper. I'm probably one of the last newspaper readers on earth. 
because I don't know any of my friends to read the newspaper. Because I'll even say, I do. hey, did you read it? Okay. I, I still we're, read it. <laughs> we're, we're very few. We're very few that actually read the paper. But I look at the, the rental listings there. Yeah. And it's crazy yeah. what rent is going for. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that, that we try to do is, is help people in that. And we provide you the information on not just how to do it, but where to go do it. And then, and I make sure I follow up with and set you up and I'll, I'll make the phone call to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that we're seeing in this country is a lot of, uh, young ones are mm-hmm. bogged down with, uh, College, their tuition, college debt, and yes, the, and the debt. Oh my goodness, the mm-hmm. debt. So mm-hmm. we worked through all these programs where, you know, we found out what program can fit somebody where we don't have to hit you for all the debt on your student loans, so that we could provide you for the maximum amount of mm-hmm. uh, disposable income that you could buy a house. Because that also slows people down. Is that they've been told no, oh. If you go to a big box store, they have their, those banks have their own guidelines that they absolutely have to follow. Yes. And, and so it makes it difficult for some of them because, uh, there's no other way. There's only one way the way they provide loans. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people in our communities now have been told by parents and grandparents, oh, if you're going to get a mortgage, you need to go to the bank. Exactly. That's not true. That is not true anymore. I mean, we we are mm-hmm. living in a in a where there are so many programs out there that you know that that's the the thing that we provide the information to all those programs. That's one of the things that I've benefited personally from Fairway Mortgage, uh, and I've worked for several mortgage companies, but I've never worked for a mortgage company that actually put down that humility first. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of their mottos. Which means that, yeah. you know what, we don't know everything. So exactly. if we hear of something, we go and find it. We may do the research and we make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is is uh, to be able to look at a client and says, you know what, I don't know everything, but we're going to figure this out. And we have a team of people that actually will look at a file and we'll figure out, well, how can we help this individual? Instead of saying no. Yeah. Say, well, maybe not today, but give me give me a couple of days. We'll figure out how you're going to buy a house we'll in the next sixty days. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that was fabulous, um, Jaime. And see, this is what I what I was saying. Um, and, and Reginald, if you wanna, if you have a, a question you would like to ask, uh, Jaime. Um, but the thing is, is that um, education is a beautiful thing. I always say that. And this is why I have educated people on who and besides myself who can give out education. And this is this is fabulous because I agree with you, uh, Jaime, on and everything that you said. And I just want to pick out a couple of things, you know, the big box banks. Um, as you said, that rental uh, fees are, are, are crazy. I mean, rents are going for two thousand dollars and more a month. And I'm thinking, well, my God, if you're if you're paying two thousand dollars a month, for an apartment, you surely can own your own home, you know, or your own condo. So, the, and also um, because of how, um, in, in a lot of instances, Jaime, um, because the, because people like you are not um, broadcasted out there enough, people do believe 
in the olden things. Well, if you need to go, if you need a, a, a mortgage, you need to go to the bank. And then the, as you said, you know, with all the, all of the regimented ruling that they have, and then it, it makes a person feel bad. You know, uh, one of the things that I did here, Jaime, is that the reason that there's this mass amount of, of um, apartments being built here in Arizona, let's say, and I'm sure they're doing it everywhere, but talking about Arizona is because, you know, well, people aren't, you know, they're being turned down for, um, you know, for home loans. So they got to, you know, live somewhere. So this is why uh, we're building all of, um, you know, these, these apartments, you know. So I also want, want to, to, uh, want for you to, to clarify something too, uh, Jaime. Let's talk about the difference between a fixed rate mortgage and an adjustable rate mortgage, which is also known as an ARM. When you, when I uh, have talked to a lot of people, um, you know, cause I just do talk to a lot of people and they talk to me, you know, and then they, you know, they get, they get scared about, you know, their mortgages and so forth. So, so could you shed, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I don't have, you know, a whole, whole lot of time, but if you could just shed, shed some uh, light on the difference between that in hopes that anyone out there listening to us will have a better idea of what the difference of these two are. Okay. A fixed rate means that the rate that your loan is written at. So, for instance, today's rate is sitting at 4.625, which means that that is the rate. So, if you take out a 30-year mortgage, your rate will always be 4.625. And it doesn't matter if rates went up to 10%. Your rate is guaranteed. It is locked in for the term of the loan. Okay, mm-hmm. So, most loans are written at a fixed rate nowadays. But when the rates do start to rise up, as the federal government keeps saying, or the Federal Reserve, not the government, Federal Reserve, is keeps saying, that, oh, we're going to start raising rates again. And they have, um, even though the rates are historically low, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's why it's still recommended to do a fixed rate. Now, let's just say, Teresa, you, you move to Chicago and you're going to be there for two years and you're, you know, so you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to be here for two years. So you go and talk to them more and say, you know what, instead of renting, I'm just going to buy something and then I'll sell it when I leave or I'll keep it rented. So you move into Chicago, you go in and talk to the mortgage person. They said, well, you know, the rate is 4.625 today, but you know, there are adjustable rate mortgages, which is our arms. Mm-hmm. And that's what an ARM comes from, the acronym, adjustable rate mortgage. And they say, well, you could do a three-year arm at 3.25 interest rate. So for three mm-hmm. years, your rate will be 3.25, knowing that no. you're going to sell in two years or, you know, if you're going to rent it, then you do a refi and just go to the regular rate. But most most of the people that are going to take advantage of an ARM are short-term uh, buyers. They're short-term buyers. Their, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's what makes sense to them. And we have a lot of people that do do that because, you know, they move here from, we had some folks move in here from Atlanta, Georgia. They are in a two-year nursing program here, and then one of one of their uh, the, the husband uh, works for Lockheed Martin, and he's mm-hmm. only going to be here temporarily as well. So mm-hmm. that they're doing a three-year arm, and when they leave, they're they're gone. It makes a difference in their payment for the amount of money that they're buying about oh, yeah. twenty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So that that difference in interest rate. So that's why you would do an arm. But, yeah. you know, every single program out there that to help 
people buy a house, they are all fixed. They do not mm-hmm. do arms because if it's not done right, an arm will get you in trouble. And that's what happened they, in the housing yeah. market. Everybody was doing arms. Mm-hmm. And then once the arm was over, you know, the the real payment shows up. And all of a sudden you're like, well, my payment was 1200 bucks a month. Now it's 1800 Well, that mm-hmm. got people in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And uh, because uh, my husband and I were uh, into real estate at that time, you know, this is when uh, Bush was in office. I I think you may be uh, talking about that era where a lot of houses were uh, people lost a lot of homes, construction sites that were uh, being built um, here in Arizona and particularly, you know, they just stopped being built because people could no longer afford them. And then not only that, you know, the, the country was in a, a financial crisis um, anyway, with three wars, um, you know, going on. So now let's get, let's get another thing in here. I'm going to have to have you back on Jaime. You're really, you're, you're really an educational uh, person, particularly yeah. with, with, with talking about, um, you know, mortgages. Now, you know, I'd I, 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 I like to say one thing though, is here, that this is probably what has, uh, pushed me more to be in this business than anything else is, okay. uh, you know, my, my parents are over 70 now and, you know, I, I'm seeing uncles and all my friends, parents are in their seventies and, and I'm starting to worry about some of them because, you know, we have a serious retirement problem in this country and it's going to affect our old and it's going to affect the young as well. See, there's only a few uh, financial advisors and academics and researchers that are even even talking about this. And the most important thing is the retirement. People are not are living longer, and mm-hmm. that is going to cause a huge problem. So when we come back, if you have me back on this, I, I want to talk about, you know, it, did you know that over 10,000 people per day are turning 62 for the next oh, yeah. 20 years? Mm-hmm. In two in, yeah. you know, in two thousand, there were thirty five million people over sixty five. In twenty thirty, the forecast is going to be seventy million people over sixty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wheel, wheelchairs will likely outnumber strollers. Yeah, and, and wow. so that's why I am so adamant about teaching people about reverse mortgages as a financial vehicle. So I'd like to come back and I'll send you information so you can read this. Okay. And I'll, I'll actually send you a book okay. that talks about home equity and reverse mortgages. And, you know, so you could see it. And, uh, you know, for some reason, nobody nobody wants to talk about it. But, you no, know, they the don't. 20%, yeah, 20% of women over 65 are in poverty. And that number is mm-hmm. increasing. And mm-hmm. we can help that. Yes. We can and help see, that. Yeah. And see, this is what I'm saying that is so important to have, you know, educated, educated guests on my show, such as, you know, um, uh, uh, my, you know, my brother, who's a mental health uh, therapist and and you, you know, the the mortgage, I'm calling you the mortgage uh, guru, you know, whatever higher words that are that are out there. And the thing is, and people like myself, you know, we actually love people. We actually want to help people. OK. And, you know, yeah. so this is this is why it's important to be forecasted, to put the forecast on myself, on my brother, on you and other individuals that are that are out there that I really have um, a passion 
for making things better for people because they don't have to, you know, people don't have to go down like they, like they are. And I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's just ridiculous what's going on with the healthcare. And then that's a whole nother, um, um, subject. But, um, Reginald, by the way, is there anything that you would like to, um, uh, butt in and ask, uh, Jaime? Well, well, first of all, I, I learned a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. by here, and he really has educated me a lot and would love to have him back on the show. And I would love to speak with him individually, uh, myself about a few things. So, so I definitely learned a lot from him just in, in this short segment on the program. Yeah. Now I, this is, this is, you know, I've been, I've been knowing, um, uh, you know, the Lycones for, I guess, 18, 19 years now. It's been a long time. Uh, Tierra is 19 years. This is how I gauge it. Tierra is 19 years uh, now. And so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's about that long. And I only, you know, I only associate myself with individuals, you know, like-minded individuals. You know, we're, we're all spiritual people. Jaime, his wife, his beautiful, uh, mother-in-law, uh, his fabulous daughter, um, who, who I just give kudos to. I'm so, I'm so happy about what, what she's accomplishing, uh, in her high school, um, career. And, you know, so I like to, uh, um, you know, uh, keep myself around individuals who are like-minded. You know, I'm not looking for individuals who are, you know, um, um, you know, have dark minds and things, because this is what is, has now encompassed the, the reason that, we're having so many issues here in our world and in our country is because of all of the darkness, you know, but so we need to shed light. And this is one of the main premises of my show. I've been doing this now for almost five years. And um, so, and I'm going to continue to do it as long as I have breath in my body. So now let's talk about this. Let's talk about Jaime. What is the difference between a mortgage broker and a mortgage lender. Now these, you know, so for to someone like us, this may, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of people out there who really don't know, you know. So could you give a, a brief explanation on what is the difference between a mortgage broker and a mortgage lender? A mortgage broker represents a bunch of, uh, investors. So their, their premise is to, Find an investor that they could sell your loan to immediately and try to make as much interest rate as they possibly can in the sense where and still be competitive. In other words, they're, they know where they're going to, the line is where they're buying the money. And then there's the line where you'll say yes to the loan. And mm-hmm. in between there, you know, is, is how they get paid. So, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I have a lot of friends that are mortgage brokers and, they do. They do a fabulous job. Uh, they do, um, but they do make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that they can't do is they can't do uh, the down payment assistance programs. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they won't is because they don't pay uh, the mortgage bankers like a normal investor would. So they'll tell their clients that they cannot do those loans. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I don't, I don't, I do not know of a mortgage broker that will do them because they don't make money on them. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to somebody that doesn't have your best interest from the get go, and I tell my friends all the time, so if they would hear this, they'd laugh because they know. And, and, uh, you know, the good thing is that if there's folks that they can't really help and that do not have the ability to buy, they will refer them over to us so we can help them. So that tells mm-hmm. you the difference. 
So right mm-hmm. there is is the how genuine and sincere a broker is to what you need to do or how they can help you or what benefits you. I think that's the main difference. As a mortgage uh, lender or mortgage banker, same thing there, um, we do every avenue to help our clients, and we don't mm-hmm. get paid on rates. So mm-hmm. if you bought a house at 45 or bought a house at 5%, it makes no difference to me because I don't get paid for mm-hmm. that for on interest rate. I'm not a broker. Mm-hmm. A broker brokers the piece of where he's buying it to where he's selling it, and he gets paid in between. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. So that that makes a big difference on on how you're you're buying a house from because that mm-hmm. that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I don't get see, the, I don't get paid on rate. You don't get paid on that. But see, this is this is a thing too, um, um, Reginald and Jaime that. You know, you have to be if you're in a in in a certain business, you're in there for a reason. And the reason that you're so successful in what you do, Jaime, um, and, um, you know, uh, uh, is that because you actually care about people. You have to have a caring spirit to do what you're doing. And this is why you've been, you know, rewarded with blessings, you know, uh, from God in the universe. You know, you're just rewarded with it. Because of what it is that you, what you're doing, you know, to help his people here on earth. So, but you, you do have a lot of uh, people, um, you know, like the mortgage broker in my, in my, um, uh, definition, he's like a go between or something, as you're saying, and that he, you know, he's looking to get paid. If he doesn't see that he's not gonna, you know, get some money out of it, then he's just not gonna do it, you know, at all. It's like, no, I'm not gonna make any money on that. So, Sorry, Charlie. You know, you're you're just you're just gone. Now, you already have talked about some of the costs that are associated. Um, you know, um, like you know when when you're through through some of these programs. But um, I also want my listeners to know that you not only help with the mortgages and all of the other array of things that you do under the mortgages, but you also handle selling property as well. Is yes, that is do. that yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so talk a little bit about that. About the, the property. Well, my about wife the, selling, the, real, the real estate. Yeah, about uh-huh. the selling properties. Yeah, I just want people to know that you're the whole package. That you're, well, you know, your yeah. wife, beautiful Camille, she does the real estate, and then you yeah. also handle the. So you don't have to. People don't have to go off. Okay, now I got to go off and go to the bank or whatever. No, Camille could just put them right over there to you. <laughs> Am I right? We we. Yeah, we, we, we work as a team and, and a lot of times, you know, when, and this, and I have also, I have also all the real stages that we do the same thing for, but it's like if, if you had to go to a different realtor and then go to your mortgage person and then, and then there's no communication between them, it's kind of hard to figure out what's, what's the best thing for you and what is the best price range that you need to be at. And what's the best value you can sell your house at? So when we work as a team, I look at the property, and I and I in this case I'll tell Camille I said you know if they're looking to keep a payment at you know fifteen hundred dollars a month we need to look at this area because if they if they like this area because the taxes are reduced and then we'll put a game plan together and then we'll we'll educate our clients saying you know if you want a a four bedroom house with a two car garage this these are, we need to start looking in these areas because You'll get more house and for the least cost and right at your budget. I don't know of a lot of people that'll do that. 
they'll just give the the real estate agent a prequal and say, okay, go shopping. And the real estate agent's like, well, you know, Maloney sees that they're approved for a two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar home loan, so they start. That's all they start looking at. Start sending stuff instead of sitting down with the client, figuring it's like, what do you want? Okay, what are you mm-hmm. looking for? And then, mm-hmm. then we start looking at those areas, and then I'll cross-reference taxes, schools, and uh, you know maybe their commute to their jobs, and then I'll I'll do a pinwheel and the, and the geographic thing on the computer. That's one of the great things about computers now. And then we can start filling in the houses that fit that regimen, and then we can just tell the clients, okay, see, there's 29 houses in the area of the house and the school. This is how far from your jobs, and, and this is what it, it would these areas. And then we'll send them all 29 of those properties, and then they'll start looking through them. Instead of mm-hmm. trying to go to Surprise, going out Mirage, going up to Glendale, going to, you know, all over the place to trying to find a place, uh, and you're all over the map. Instead mm-hmm. of being real concise to how far you are from work, because that's important. The schools are extremely important. If you have yes. kids. And, you know, and then the type of house that you want. And that that makes it life so easy so our clients can really, like, look at the house and say, like, oh, wow, this really works. And mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why we can help people cut down their, their time in looking for a house to a couple of weeks or even a, a weekend sometimes and because it makes it easy. Now, here's the other thing we do. So once our client puts in an offer, uh, I call immediately to that listing agent and I sell my client to them. And I tell them all how wonderful this family is. It's going to buy. And now at this point, it isn't just paper. Now they're going to start seeing the picture of a family. And I give them the names and I tell them their kids' names and how old they are. And they want to go to this school. And that's why they're so committed to buying this property. To buying the property. Yeah. Wow. And then well, all of a sudden, we, we get a, oh, I'm, that's what I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I got, no, about, I, I got about 30 seconds. Well, th- that's just in a nutshell. What we do is that it's not the property we sell. It's the family we sell. So that's what we do. We help families, in that sense, get the house that they really wanted. Fabulous. Well, this has been awesome, and I definitely will have you have you back on. That there's no doubt about it. You will be back on, Reginald. Fantastic. Thank you for being on. Reginald is a is a, a frequent guest on on my show, Jaime. So um, he's always on. I always appreciate his candor and his um his uh, comments and his education. I appreciate you, Jaime, for being on my show, taking the time uh, to be on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in, listening to me. As I always say, be kind to yourself because that's where it starts, and then be kind to others. This is Teresa E. Keeves, your host for Here's Teresa. We'll be talking in two weeks. Make it a great day.